Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. We are so glad that you are with us once again. Of course, Riding the Storm Out, our purpose is normally you've got two pastors here talking about current cultural events from a biblical and very politically incorrect perspective. I'm Paul Blair. I've been pastor, senior pastor at Fairview Baptist Church now for almost 21 years. My co-pastor and dear friend Dan Fisher has been, us here, been with us here at the church for about three and a half years. But playing the part of Dan Fisher today, a much younger, more handsome, and more intelligent, our music minister and head of much of the operations here at Fairview Baptist, David Hannon. David, again, welcome. Actually, as the producer of our show, welcome to Ride in the Storm. Well, thank once you. Again. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's good to have an uh, intellectual equal with me on one of the these uh, episodes every now and then because Dan, oh, is, like, you Dan is like child it. care. I ought appreciate to get paid for babysitting, yep. actually, when I'm with Dan. So now, now tell me, what are we talking about today? What's, what's We're going to talk about reinventing uh, capitalism. Okay. Yeah. I know what capitalism is. How in the world do you reinvent capitalism? Now, let me just say, capitalism, <laughs> folks, the thing that's so unique about what we've had here in America, and quite frankly, we really haven't been a true free market for oh heavens i don't know at least at least a century sure yep uh but technically <clears throat> capitalism and a free market is where we as individuals each can own our own property mm -hmm. we can own our own homes we can own our own cars we can own uh, our own clothes and then we also have the ability to because we own it we can sell whatever we have yep <clears throat> so we have the ability to buy or sell or trade and based upon free market prices uh, for example if if we well, i've got a bottle of water here uh, right now this water is not all that valuable because we've got cases of water downstairs mm -hmm. but if you and i happen to be in the middle of the mojave desert and we'd been there for a couple of weeks, and this was the only bottle of water that was left, I could, uh, because of supply There's and demand, quite demand for I that could bottle. get a good price for this <laughs> bottle of water. So that's how a price is established by the free market. What is someone willing to pay you for that product or service that you have? And again, no one is forced to purchase it or consume it or use it. There's got to be a price where it's profitable for you to go to the effort but it also is affordable to that person to where they say, you know, it's worth buying that. One dollar for that bottle of water is worth it to me. So the market actually is governed by those within the market. Mm -hmm. We own our own stuff. We can, we can buy what car we want to buy based on what we can afford. We can live in what area or build the homes that we want based on what we can afford. Uh, we can go to school. We can determine what our own uh, uh, profession is going to be uh, based upon the demand and our interests. So there is absolute freedom in the free market now on the other side of that ultimately you've got socialism where the state owns everything mm -hmm. and you own nothing yep. including uh, the state owns you you're a subject of the but state everything will be for the common good <clears throat> oh we'll be happy yeah we'll be happy <laughs> and, and see for those of you that don't know they actually they're really talking about this this is not something that you've got to go to our our podcast to find out about on the world economic forums website and you've got all the beautiful people in the world the elites the ultra ultra billionaires that meet every year in davos switzerland and they are working to centralize planning for the world. And the interesting thing, David, is whereas we have a biblical worldview, we recognize that God is on his throne and he's got it under control mm -hmm. and ultimately will work out all things for his good. Most of these people are atheists. Yep. And they have this convoluted idea of a sustainable 
earth and a sustainable existence. And based upon their own brilliance, they have determined how much land people should live on and how much of it should be raw. How many people should actually be on planet Earth mm -hmm. for a sustainable planet. Sure. And what's interesting is that the number that they believe, we are like 7 billion over the number uh, that they believe. Yep. So one of the things they want to do is reduce the population, sure. and they're on record about this. This isn't some theory. It's Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and these men have all been in meetings, and it's been well publicized that they want to control population growth. They want to reduce the overall population. They want to control the use of all the resources. Really what it is is there's an elite few that want to control everything, everything. about life. That's right. And you know what's funny, David, is that they talk about, like, oh, uh, climate change, and, oh, we've got to worry about climate change and this and that. Then they all take their own private chartered jets yep. to these climate conferences. Yeah. You know, you would think if they were really concerned about the climate conference and, and jets really were a problem adding to it, you would think maybe, hey, let's just all meet here in America rather than flying across the Atlantic somewhere. Or if we had to fly across the Atlantic, why don't we all just get together and, and charter one 737, <laughs> and that way we'll have one plane. But, no, they don't. It's, no. it's, it's no. just like in no. California right now where you've got no. the governor and the mayors. They have rules on mass for everybody else, but it doesn't apply to them. That's right. That's really what we're getting to, an elite That's aristocracy. Right. That's right. You know, it sounds great to say this is all for the public good. This is all for nourishing a greener, healthier <laughs> world, a smarter and faster growth. And fairer growth for our for our society, our cultures, our, our earth. Mm -hmm. It sounds great to sound that. It sounds great to say that we're we're going to replace uh, shareholder capitalism with stakeholder capitalism because it's going to be for the common good rather than immediate profits. It sounds good. It sounds wonderful. But how many times have we tried socialism or fascism? How many times in history has it been tested and it's failed? Over every, and over every time. every time. Every time. Yeah. So another thing that they're they're doing now is ESG. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So what is ESG? ESG, you know, right now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a credit score, you know, based upon your ability and your history, <clears throat> based upon your income, how much debt you have, uh, and your past history of borrowing money and then paying it back. Uh, a perfect credit score, I think, right now is 850. I, I, okay. I think 850 is the max. Quite, I've got an 837. My my mom <laughs> always taught me. She said a good name is worth more than riches. Well, that's what, what Proverbs mm -hmm. says. So we have always tried to have a good name. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, your credit history is based upon your credit worthiness. Well, now what they are pushing towards, and most of the big global banks are already there. But they have the a, a score not based upon your proven track record of being able to borrow, but it's based upon your opinions, your views on the environment, mm -hmm. on social justice, yep. and on government. How do you feel about renewable energy sources? Uh, I'm all for being good <laughs> use of our of our sources, but I am not for any of this climate stuff that they're trying to force down. Uh, well, your scores me based upon your feelings. Oh, I. <laughs> oh, trust me. You don't want to get a good look at my feelings about all this. 
you know, and, and once they once they put their injection and have their whatever their nanotechnology oh, in us yeah. and their bands on yeah. us, I, we won't be able to fool them anymore. We won't be able to say, "Oh yes, we respect you, Mister King." One on the inside, we really hate your guts. You die, go. But they'll they'll know exactly how I feel, and I'm sure I will be in one of the most luxurious gulags in all of North America. Sure. In fact, uh, in fact, the nice thing about being me, David, is I'll probably be killed in the first wave of the purge. So at least I won't have to live with all this very long. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to be a thorn in their flesh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, um, Blair will be the first group that's hung with piano wires. Yeah. Blair and Fisher will be, and if you're not careful, you're liable to be out I there know, with right? us. Yeah. We go right there with you. <clears throat> oh man. Well, so all this, but really, all of this is already in place in another communist country. In, in red china mm -hmm. you know they have um of course biometric facial imaging over there and they are able to literally with the cameras that they have in the system stoplight cameras cameras everywhere they can monitor and track any person uh on on in in china and, and you say oh there that's good because then you can track criminals and, and by the way oh we need to we need to monitor how much money you're using or where you're using it so we can track the drug trade well you know there may be some good reasons to be able to do some of those things but the reality is uh, we have an unalienable right to liberty and, mm -hmm. and the reality is they are going to be using those things mm -hmm. to take away our liberty mm -hmm. and, and yep. as you said <clears throat> your credit is not based upon your credit worthiness not a not on your trustworthiness your 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 liberties is really what it's going to be mm -hmm. and, and ladies and gentlemen understand we will not have unalienable god-given rights of life liberty and pursuit of happiness you will have privileges that are granted temporarily by the government based upon your thought life and based upon your behavior so if you think right about transgenderism and if you think right about climate change and you think right about social justice and all this then you will be allowed more privileges maybe you can travel by train rather than having to hitchhike mm -hmm. uh, maybe you can live in a uh, 1500 foot uh, 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 home rather than a thousand foot home. Uh, maybe you can travel more than uh, 10 miles from your place of residence or, or only five miles based upon your behavior. So literally, we will have no freedom. We will have no ownership of anything. And this freedom that you're going to have is to be subjective to change. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. We've learned that in mm -hmm. just the recent months. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, Joe Rogan stated the other day, I don't think cloth masks work. Mm -hmm. Had you said that six months ago, eight yep. months, a year ago, you'd be banned from all social media. Yeah. But now it's just common knowledge. Yeah. And they yeah. report it on the news network. CNN yeah. just did a, 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 an episode about how cloth masks don't mm -hmm. work. So it's going to be subjective. It's going to change. Mm -hmm. Do and, you want that? Uh, oh, and David, and you, do people want that? That's a, I would think not. I, I would think not. And that's another. That was a. That's a perfect illustration. You know, when they first said that masks, that's one of the things that first set off warning signals to me two years ago. You know, honestly, we weren't taken by this whole COVID crock at all. I mean, we literally were on this from day one. And, and one of the reasons was the things that they were saying to be true that we knew weren't true, yet they mm -hmm. were adamantly saying they were true. I mean, it's interesting. The Surgeon General and Dr. Fauci and everybody initially back in February said masks don't stop viruses. Well, you know what? We've known that for decades. Mm -hmm. That's why we've never worn masks in America during cold and flu season because we've always known masks don't stop viruses. Then literally in mid-sentence, Fauci changed his direction. And then masks 
everybody's required to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And now, as you just said, we've been far enough down this where everyone admits that cloth masks not only don't do any good, they probably do more harm than exactly. good. Exactly. Yep. And you'll think about because I was in a generation that grew up watching MASH, you know, so oh, you know, yeah. everybody yeah. learned, you know, you saw, you know, Hawkeye and everything, and they'd go in for surgery, and they'd scrub up, and they'd mm-hmm. be sterile, and they'd put their masks on. Well, that's being sterile. You know, look at the way people are doing this now. They will take a mask, and they'll put it on. Of course, in a doctor's office, they'll use it once, throw it away. Exactly. But now you got guys throwing a mask on or a bandana on, and then throwing it on the dashboard and dropping it on the floor. And or someone else will wear it. Yeah, somebody else will wear it. It's like, <laughs> people, come on. <laughs> But you're right. Uh, six months ago, the government wouldn't allow you to say that. You'd be you know, that comment would be stricken from the mm-hmm. airwaves. Yep. And now, of course, they admit it and they say it openly is true. Of course, it's always been true. But that's why freedom is important. That's why freedom of thought is important. Mm-hmm. That's why critical think critic being able to think critically is important. Mm-hmm. You know, doctors have always discussed how to treat certain new illnesses, and they they experiment and they they share their findings, and eventually they establish a a a, a known uh, treatment regimen for a particular illness. Yep. They weren't allowed to discuss that again. That all is tied to freedom. We don't yep. think about it, but the ability to buy your own home and own your own home, be the king in your own castle, buy your own cars, to travel where you want to, to go to what school you want to, that freedom also stretches over into Mm -hmm. I can choose to worship God or I can shake my fist and say I'm not going to worship you. I I can choose to think freely and be a critical thinker or I am constrained by the government and Mm -hmm. I must think the way the government wants me to think which is where you get the ESG scores yep. and the privileges rather than unalienable rights. Yep. So all, and all, all this is not a James Bond movie, is it? It's, nope. really, it's really going on. It's really happening. You know, yep. Klaus Schwab, The Great Reset. Oh, yeah. By the way, we, we will plug this every week, and, and this is the truth. I mean, this is the answer. Go to our website, Declaration for Liberty. That's the number four, Declaration for Liberty. Is it .com? I think it's .com. .com. Yep. .com. And you can see on there we've got uh, the declaration itself. We also have a 30-minute video that we produced here in-house uh, on what is the Great Reset. And you recognize what all that's going on and why. If we the people have understanding of what's going on, then we will know to legitimately re- resist illegal, illegitimate uh, acts of government. You know, we didn't create a federal government that has unlimited power. No, actually, in 1787, you had 13 states that there were sovereign states. They were literally nations mm-hmm. that worked together already under what was called the Articles of Confederation. And then they decided to craft a little bit stronger uh, general government, what they called it. They didn't call it federal government. They called it general government. They were supposed to only look out for their common defense. So if you attacked Georgia, you attacked all 13 states. If you attacked Massachusetts, you attacked all 13 states. And their general welfare. They found that the 13 states had more negotiating power Mm -hmm. uh, in trade if they worked together as opposed to Georgia and then Massachusetts and Maine and everything else. So we have a very limited general government. In fact, the founders are very clearly and explicitly saying whatever we didn't specifically entrust to the general government stays with the states and the people. Exactly. And they can't, if the general government does something that we didn't specifically say they could do, then it's not law. It's illegal. Mm -hmm. It's an illegal action. And quite frankly, the states are just supposed to say no. Yep. 
<clears throat> so, I'll let's say this: what Ron DeSantis is starting to do is exactly right. Yep. That's where the we need strong states. Governor Stitt, are you watching? Uh, <laughs> Alan West, if you get elected in Texas, or or Abbott, if you get reelected, uh, Ron DeSantis is a hero. He's doing things the right way. It's up to the states to rein in an out of control general government. And quite frankly, if the general government is a part of the Great Reset, <clears throat> and you know what we saw during the presidential election, you know Trump exposed the deep state. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a theory, David. We know it's yep, there. They yep. they, they oh, expose yeah. themselves. They said, yep. we're here. We don't like you, Trump. You're out of here. And, of course, Trump wound up getting knocked out. Uh, illegal. I mean, vote fraud, absolutely. But he's in Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Where is the deep state? Well, they're still in Washington, D.C. Yep. So we've got to recognize that those in Washington, D.C., specifically in the White House, they are not out for our best interest. No, they're not. I mean, you look at Hunter Biden's laptop and all the connections between the big man and China and and Russia and everything and how, uh, oh, good grief, I don't even know the the proper term to use. Uh, They uh, we we absolutely know without doubt that their integrity is in question. Their loyalty to us is in question. Mm -hmm. So that's where the states have to step in and say no. If. If the White House insists on driving us over the falls of the great. And by the way, when you hear all this build back better, <laughs> that wasn't Joe Biden's theme. Nope. That was Klaus Schwab's yep. theme. That is the theme of the Great Reset. Yep. And that's used in all countries around the world. They're all using that mantra, build back better. Yep. Well, it won't be built back better. <laughs> There'll be a group of elites that yep. own everything including us yep and we'll be working at their behest and we'll have life as long as they choose to allow us to live exactly yep and when we don't be taken away i like freedom david (laughs) me too you know what the lord's going to return at some point i think could be sooner rather than later but we are doing everything we can to battle and maintain the liberty that's right yep I want my children and grandchildren to be able to live free, and if the Lord doesn't come first, die free. Yep. And that's why we're doing this. Yep. We're trying to educate the populace. If we, the people, have understanding of the times, and we'll know to resist that which is evil. That is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, well, I wish you, you know, you talk too much. <laughs> I mean, I have not been able to get in a word. It's okay. Long. It's all right. You're welcome. <laughs> Is there anything you want to add? Oh, no. Hey, that that's great. You know, just for people to do their own research. Yes. It's okay for, for to connect mm-hmm. dots and, and, you know, find out what truths are out there. Well, you know, I even think that's biblical. Mm-hmm. In Acts 17.11, Paul complimented the church in Berea because, as he said, they were very polite. They listened to everything he had to say. You, you can read between the lines and see they raised their hands and asked questions. They took notes and everything. But then it says they got in the Bible to make sure that Paul was correct. Mm-hmm. So that's basically, you know, as Ronald Reagan would say, trust but verify. That's right. So everything you hear, regardless of who you hear it from, even us, trust but verify. And you'll find sources that you know are just not trustworthy. It doesn't take... Two or three times where you know I'm not going to go to that website because <laughs> exactly. they yep. are untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. But but anybody mm-hmm. that you hear, make sure that that's critically think. That's called critical, critical thinking. thinking. Yep. Trust but verify. So anyway, 
Uh, now that you're aware, of course, hopefully our audience is already aware, but make sure and check out our website, declarationforliberty.com, and share that with anybody and everybody that's a friend or an affiliate. And we need to get more and more people yep. understanding what's exactly what is going on out there. And like I said, then we'll know to resist the tyranny. Mm-hmm. So. All right, buddy. Well, maybe next week Fisher will be back with us. I don't know. Maybe okay, we'll see. But who cares? Really? <laughs> no, just kidding. We love you, Dan. We love you, Dan. We miss you when you're not here. Yep. But we thank you for being a part of our, of our program here. And hopefully you enjoy this. We want to have a good time. We cut up. We're irreverent, certainly, half the time. <laughs> but we are factually accurate. We want to make sure and share these truths with you in a very easy, understandable way. So anyway, until next time, we thank you for joining us for this week's edition of, of Riding the Storm Out. And we look forward to being with you next week. Until then, David. Hey. Bye-bye. God bless you.